Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Introversion Podcast. In the last episode, I discussed sort of a look back at 2021 and sort of the beginnings of a transition into 2022. And as I also mentioned in that episode, I'm off to a slow start this year because of, well, I got COVID at the end of um, December and I was out of it for the first few days, maybe the first week of January. So I've been playing catch up a little bit. We need to sort of play catch up. Thanks. Now we're on to um, sort of the second in that two-part episode. So um, the last one was a look back at 2021. And today I really want to focus on 2022. Um, <laughs> last year, by the time I got this equivalent episode out, it was, uh, I think, May. So I was really behind last year. Really, I got swallowed up by client work. And um, this year actually kind of started that way. I was actually double booked on client projects this past week. So I was a little worried that this episode would get postponed and and whatnot. But I've managed to take enough of a breather here, a break from work. And um, it's been kind of building up. And the things that I'm going to talk about today, I think it'll make sense as to what's going on in my life and, and sort of these needs and desires that build up to express myself or just to rant or get things off my chest and the role that that needs to play in my life. And I've kind of really given it a form and a structure so it's not just this kind of haphazard, arbitrary thing that floats in, you know, like, but I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. So I'll explain. But um, before I get into all that, I do want to just give a quick shout out. Hello. Uh, Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome to uh, all the new subscribers on the YouTube channel. So um, I think a lot of it has come from the Norm MacDonald episode that I did. Um, It's been the most popular episode that I've recorded. Um, So if you're a a new listener, a new subscriber, welcome and uh, very glad to have you here. And uh, I hope some of the things I will say in particular today will be of value and I'm kind of I'm such a preface to all these things that I want to explain in this episode because um, my life is sort of taking shape and the the skeletal framework that I'm kind of building and setting up here uh, the last few weeks. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. This is me and my nerdy INTJ kind of ways, but uh, yeah, let me let me start getting into it. Let me start getting into it. So so let me talk about. You know, if you've listened to the last episode, and if you haven't listened to the last episode, I recommend you listen to that one before you listen to this one. So it's called Letting Go, you know, of 2021. And in follow-up to that, if one is going to let go, if you're going to let go of things, of people in your life, of activities, hobbies, interests, the way you spend your time, your energy, your money, if you're going to let go of that, I think that's great if you're letting go of bad things or even things that are good, but they're maybe not as worthwhile or valuable as certain other things. Because as you all know, or if you don't know, you should learn this lesson as I am continually trying to learn this lesson. You can't do it all. You can't have it all. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know, so And I think what I'm going to kind of outline today, sort of my plan for 2022, my personal plan, like I 
I find it really interesting and really functional. And it's, like I said, it's giving form and function to my life on a daily basis. Um, but I find that this exercise that I've gone through to set the system up, it is really help, helping me make sense of my day-to-day and how it fits into the bigger picture. And I hope that by explaining this today, that it'll also offer you value as well for you to consider setting up a system for your life that works specifically for you. And your system might not look anything like my system, but just the fact that you have a system, I think can be really invaluable in this day and age, especially when we live in a society and a culture, whether you're in America or somewhere else, where it's just like, you know, we're living in a society. Things are just off, you know, since 2020, since they've taken away basic freedoms, they've made you wear masks and force you to get vaccines. And if you don't, they take away your job and force it on your kids, even though kids were not dying of COVID back in 2020 and now kids are getting sick and myocarditis and all these other problems. So I'm not going to get all into the COVID pandemic issue and all that stuff today so much, but I'm just bringing it up for context. The fact that we all know society is not what it once was. Does that seem okay to you? I'm trying to figure out what happened to society. It's really fucked up. And I don't care whether you're on the left or the right. If, if you're, if you're a, Fauci loving COVID cultist. Do you think society's fucked up? Because you think the unvaccinated are ruining your life and we're poisoning everybody and that the unvaccinated should be sent to concentration camps like this is happening in Australia. And um, that survey just came out this past week or so that said like 50% of Democrats think that the unvaccinated should be rounded up and um, have to pay more fees and money and taxes and be isolated in camps. And like, it's just mind boggling, bewildering that people think like this, like, and they, and they call the other side Nazis, even though this is literally what the Nazis did to the Jews back in the thirties, just bizarre, just bizarre. So anyway, whether you're on the left and you're hating these people, I don't know say left, right, let's get out of that. So Whether you're one of these COVID cultists who thinks that the reason why everybody's dying is because of the unvaccinated and we need to punish the unvaccinated, whether you're on that side, you think everything's fucked up, or whether you're on the other side and you're like, hey, let me just have my freedom, my body, my choice. Let me just live my life. Stop telling me what to do. Stop, you know, this nanny state dictating where you can and cannot go and how you can travel and what you can do with your life. I mean... That has been the reality. I think not even if you're fervently against it, like I am, but even if you're just a normal person in the middle, you have felt the clamp on your life. Like you cannot really come and go freely. You cannot make choices for your own body. You know, my body, my choice is apparently just for abortions and it's not for injecting pharmaceutical company chemicals and all kinds of whatever shit they tell you you have to put in your body. Um, even though the truth is coming out, like the truth is coming out that the vaccines really are not that effective. And, you know, you get your first shot, you get your second shot, you get your booster, you get another booster. I mean, just if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just go look up Israel, just go, go look at what's happening in Israel. And, um, 
even higher up officials in Israel, medical leaders and officials there are saying like there's no real point to the vaccine passport because the vaccines are not really saving society. They're like 80, 90 percent plus vaccinated and people are still getting sick with COVID. So, you know, as much as they want to blame the unvaccinated. But anyway, I'm going on too far already about this. I apologize. But the point is, no matter where you are on the spectrum with your beliefs about COVID, whether it's a deadly thing or whether it's nothing, whether it's the flu or a cold or just whatever, wherever you stand, the point is society is not what it once was. Life is not what it once was in 2019 and all the time before that. Things have fundamentally changed. Whether you're eager to give up your freedoms because you think that's it's better to be safe in that regard, or whether you miss your freedoms and you want to get them back and you fight and whatever, like regardless of where you are, the point is things are different now. And what are you going to do about that? You know, are you going to fight to make society and convince other people to let's go back to how life was normal, quote unquote normal before 2020, before 2019? Or are you just going to accept the fact that even if COVID is over, people have changed, their mindsets have changed. Like the CDC just came out and said that masks aren't even effective, you know? So unless you have a proper N95, whatever mask, like just regular cotton mask that people put on their face, it really is useless. So the CDC is even coming out and saying that, and yet... I, and I've said this for a while, you'll probably still see people voluntarily wearing masks, even though it's no longer required. And this is all psychological. This is all the psychological remnants, damage of what has been perpetrated and spread through society in the last couple of years by the powers that be. And it shows how power and ideas can come down from the top and influence people collectively and individually. And it also shows how susceptible people are to being influenced. And it's weird because this is going to kind of come back to what I'm talking about today. But, you know, you've probably heard me say in prior episodes, like, and I have a a shirt available on introversion.com slash shop. Um, that says changing hearts and minds since never. So on the one hand, I'm saying, wow, people can be so easily influenced and led astray to believe in false statistics and information. I mean, even Bill Maher came out the other day and said there was a survey of, of Democrats. And What are the chances that someone who gets COVID will need to be hospitalized? The answer is between 1% and 5%. of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Another 28% put the chances at 20 to 49. So almost 70% of Democrats are wildly off on this key question and also have a greatly exaggerated view of the danger of COVID-2 and the mortality rate among children. All of which explains why today the states with the highest share of schools that are still closed are all blue states. A lot of them were believing and saying that if you get COVID, it's a death sentence. Bill Maher made this point, you know, so this isn't just right wing people yelling at left wing people. This is a liberal left guy telling it like it is. 
And this is how far out of touch with reality people are. So the thing I'm saying right here is, on the one hand, people can be so influenced to believe something. And yet when somebody like me comes along and tries to influence them to, no, no, take a step back, look at the data, look at the information, think for yourself. Don't just listen to these doctors, listen to these other doctors, the ones who are being silenced on YouTube, but they're still there all around the world. Listen to them, broaden your horizons. When somebody like me comes in and tries to you know, wake people up or whatever, I'm met with fierce opposition and they do not want to even hear me, listen to me. And this is what I struggled with a lot in 2020. And in 2021, I started to, to give up and let go of like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm not really... I'm not really out to convince anybody of anything anymore. And, you know, this is me letting go. It's not easy for me to let go because I, I'm a person who I'm always interested in the truth. You know, whether I was back when I was a Christian, I believed fully in Christianity or as fully as I could because I thought it was the truth, you know. Later on in life, I questioned it more and more and more and more, and I started realizing things about like, okay, well, maybe maybe it's not the truth. And then there was a period of struggle there where I'm like, okay, well, can I really still call myself a Christian and keep hoping in Jesus and all this stuff if deep down with the things I've learned and experienced, it's not adding up? Like it just, I'm realizing that it's just not true. Do I continue to live that way? I, For me... The truth is out there, right? X-Files style. The truth is out there, and I mean, science attempts to understand and figure things out, and, and that's fine and that's great, but we won't ever really know. I mean, like the other day, I was like having some crazy thoughts about after death, and the reality is like we just don't know. The idea of a soul, a spirit, afterlife, like we just don't know. And it's a scary thing to think about, but like you're only going to find out. I'm only going to find out once we actually cross over or once we die, you know. So we'll either die and realize, oh, my God, I was wrong. Islam was right all along or Christianity was right all along or some other like, oh, Thor is actually God or or there's nothing. And we just die and that's it. And you're forever asleep and you're, 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 there's no soul living. We just don't know. These are all ideas. And we live in a society full of, you know, we live in a multicultural, pluralistic society, which can be a beautiful thing because it's an exchange of all sorts of ideas. Unfortunately, with Twitter and YouTube bannings and all this stuff, like, it ends up being that like, okay, those ideas are offensive or those ideas are, you know, not allowed. So, okay. We end up censoring ourselves or speaking out fully and then we get censored. So you know, I'm kind of going on and on here, but like, I, I think the point, the key point I want to get in here as a preface to what I really want to get into today is this society that we live in. It's not what it once was. It's not ideal. It's not optimal. I don't care whether you're on the left or the right. You can't say 100% that you love life now, today, in 2022, better than you did in 2019. Like, I'd love to see a survey of that. But to me, 
you know, having the freedom to travel, not having to wear masks and just, just life, like normal life. Like that is infinitely better than what we've had in 2020 and 2021, 2020. I think that should be fairly agreed upon no matter whether you're a COVID cultist or against Fauci or left or right, whatever, like, you know, so let's assume that, that every, we can all agree that life is kind of worse now than it was before the pandemic. And so the issue then is what are you going to do about it? And like I've said, I've let go of trying to convince people and all this stuff. And, and this is what leads me into my plan for 2022. And this is where I'm going to explain like my personal plan and my objectives and, you know, how I'm structuring my life moving forward. And that includes this podcast and other creative projects that I'm working on. So I want to share with you about that. And maybe you'll glean some, you know, insights from like, oh, yeah, maybe this is a good overall idea to do. And I would have loved to have put this episode out in the end of December because it might have sparked some of you to you know, maybe try to go through some of these exercises and maybe try to reflect on your own life and come up with a plan and a system day one, January 1st, and run with it, you know, the way that I was doing in December, figuring out my plan. And I've somewhat started at January 1st, but it's ended up kind of just trickling in. And and that's okay, because that's part of, I, I think COVID slowing me down and forcing me to take a step back for a week or a few days, like, it made me feel less ambitious in a way, but it helped me put things in perspective of like, maybe I don't have to be super ambitious. You know, maybe I don't have to have a million followers and, you know, make seven figures and and be huge and be a crypto millionaire. And like, maybe I don't need all of that. And maybe there's a lot of things in life that we say like, oh, I'd love to be a millionaire. Oh, I'd love to have a hot wife or a husband or, oh, I'd love to have this or that. And Maybe these are things that we just say because that's a very common thing to say. And maybe we haven't given it sufficient thought to question whether we really want that or whether we really need that. I mean, chances are we probably don't need a lot of these things. You know, I I think people confuse like we live in such a materialistic society and maybe I felt it more in New York City where there was just so much wealth and, you know, everybody is trying to one-up each other and it's a very competitive environment. But, you know, so maybe this is a little bit more about that than sort of just American society in general. But I, I whatever. I think in general, we live in a sort of materialistic society where we have all of our needs met. You know, I've literally seen homeless people walking around with cell phones. Yeah, just let that sink in. For somebody making 20K a year or 10K or, you know, on the poverty line or a homeless person, like if they own a smartphone, they have more computing processing power, access to the internet and information and resources like in their pocket than so many people that have existed, wealthy people that have existed in through in the 1500s and the 1200s and BC times, like all of this human history out there and like the power of a smartphone in the pocket of somebody who's basically homeless and like, just let that sink in for a second. So back to my point, it was like, wherever you are on the socioeconomic scale, we live in a fairly prosperous society here in America, at least. And people generally have basic needs met. 
And yet, I think the way things play out is a lot of people end up desiring more or, you know, it's, it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's like this lust for like, well, I want, I got a 50 inch TV, but my neighbor's got a 65 inch and I feel inferior and like, I want a 70 inch and like this sort of mentality. It's like the needs and wants get, they bleed together so that people end up confusing wants with needs you know, and, and once I kind of out, once I get into this, which I'm about to get into this sort of my plans for the year and beyond for me, this system that I've built, it's based upon this phrase that I'm going to explain in a second, but really I've, you know, I spent some time in December thinking about this and I wanted to come up with a system, an acronym that would have each sort of bucket, every letter of the acronym kind of stand for something that I really need in my life, you know? And yeah, I guess by some extension want in my life, there is a connection between needs and wants, but really fundamentally, most of this is about what I need. What I need is a human being, but I am a particular human being who's different than many other human beings. So I really wanted to give it some thought, give it some time and lay out like, who am I? This is not just what I need, but I think it's telling a lot about who I am as an individual. And I think you can tell a lot about an individual, you know, yes, by their life story and the, you know, the, the, the stories they have to share about their life experiences and all that. Sure. But also just like different people have specific needs. And there's like love languages, for example, if you're familiar with that book, The Five Love Languages, it's like the way that you give love and the way that you prefer to receive love, that kind of thing. And everybody's kind of wired differently, men and women and all this stuff. So this exercise, and I'm about to explain my, the results of my excursion here, was basically a way to sum up me, who I am and what I need to thrive in life. And of course, specifically, like I'm starting this out January 1st. So what I feel as though I need to thrive in 2022. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So like I said, I started to come up with an acronym and I was messing around in Photoshop and I was jotting down all these words, things that mean something to me. And then I started using an acronym tool online just to kind of like put some words and acronyms and letters and numbers, not numbers, words and letters to, together to kind of come up with some combinations. So for example, um, I would think about a general category of my life or my existence, right? Something that's definitely there. And it's something that I can't ignore. It's something that if you take that away from my life, like I am going to suffer in some way. So I'm talking about the fundamentals here. I'm talking about like, this is who I am. This is what I need on a daily basis. And, and, and part of the, this exercise that I've gone through exposed the fact that because I've been so socially isolated, because of all this quarantining and stay home, hashtag stay home and, you know, isolation. And I've lived a very solitary life for 2020 through 2021, two years. And as introverted as I am, as individualistic as I am, it's still taken a toll on me. And 
I'm going to get into it a little bit in this episode, but probably in the upcoming episodes, especially as I start to talk about these things in a conversation, like with Tommy Danger, and I want to have Francis back on the podcast from Online Friend Simulator and Christina Weber and Ann Kohler. And I really want to get into these conversations and it'll play out more there than here. But I, I want to ask people, like my guests who are going to be coming on, like, who are you today in 2022 and how has that changed from you in, let's say, 2019? And those are the kind of questions I would like to ask my guests, but I'm also asking that now to you, like to my audience, like to think about it, like you've probably changed whether you're aware of it or not. And I think it's good and healthy, whether you have a therapist or a counselor or whatever to talk these things through with or not, but like just even on your own for you to consider how you've changed whether you've changed for the worse or changed for the better, you know, or some combination thereof, but like to be aware of who you are today in conjunction with the state of society today too, because these are, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I've been saying this a lot in the introversion podcast where I think it's, it's largely an exploration of self. I mean, obviously I share about my own thoughts, my own views, my own struggles, passions, interests, all these things like who I am. But then I also talk about society, you know, all these social commentaries on social media and the way people act and the medical this and that and the trust and the politics and all that stuff. All of that is out there in society. And a lot of the, you know, it's a lot of the oomph, I don't have a word for it, but the oomph of this whole thing is how do these things connect you know, me or you as the individual, how does how do we interface and connect with this society? And I think in order to be successful at it, ideally, you have a very keen understanding of yourself, who you are, what you need, what you want, all those kind of things. And you have a keen understanding of society. And I think if you can do both, if you have a keen understanding of yourself and society, and you take the time to sit down and come up with a plan which is what I'm what I've been doing in December and early January and that's what I'm talking about today is I think you have a much better chance at thriving in your life and that goes whether you're in you know bumblefuck Alaska in the middle of nowhere or if you're in New York City or California or Florida or wherever like society is going to be different because you're all living in different states and different parts of the world and whatever. So, but again, that fundamental principle of understanding yourself and understanding the world you live in, it starts there. And then you come up with a plan for how to make this work. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So sorry for the long roundabout intro, but I was kind of laying a lot of groundwork there to set this up. So I started jotting down what I thought were these key areas, you know, I think I started with around five, but then I realized like, that's not enough. You know, obviously I have always had a million projects and a million different ideas and a million different interests and I'm pulled in a million different directions. And part of my struggle for the last several years has been to consolidate and to narrow it down, you know, but I can only do that so much. Like I can only limit myself down like, I can't just say, well, making art and working out, those two things are what's fundamentally important to me. I'm like, no, I mean, 
if I do that, my life will be grossly incomplete because I do still need social interaction. I do still need adventure and travel and, and uh, other things like family, you know, friends, you know, inspiration, like other things in life I need. I can't just be a machine who just works out and makes art. There has to be more. So I started with around five. I ended up expanding to 10 and I'm going to explain. So I was throwing around these terms like work-life balance, efficiency, experience, input, output, consumption, journey, purpose, thought life, spirituality, organization, workflow, productivity, structure, intimacy, bond, um, aspiration, wellness, uh, voice, finances, money, you know, all of these things, I was kind of listing out all these words that are like these different buckets of my day-to-day, but also my basic needs, and all these things. So like I said, I ended up landing with 10. You know, I wanted to get a nice even number. And here's what I here's what I landed with. So again, this is me. And if you're like me, maybe you would like to take this system and apply it for yourself. Maybe. But if you're unlike me, Maybe you'd like to go through this process for yourself and come up with your own acronym. And maybe for you, instead of 10 things, it's really just like your core six things, you know? Or maybe for you, it's your core 15 things or 20 things. But I would recommend trying to limit it to 10 or less because it's just harder to keep track of, you know, the more and more aspects of your life or the more and more projects that you're undertaking or the more and more people you try to have in your life. Like it just becomes unmanageable. Let's face it. So my personal recommendation is I'm probably pushing the limit with 10. And I would say, if you're going to create a system like this for yourself, try to go with 10 or less. All right. So let's get into it. So, um, and real quick, probably heard me say this before, but in, in prior years, as I started the new year, I would come up with a phrase that was really just like a concept like a singular concept, but it was one thing, not 10 things, but one thing for me to continually focus on for that year. And you've probably heard this before when people talk about habits, in order to forge a habit and have it be a lasting habit, you have to follow through with it and keep doing it for a certain amount of time. And whether it's like 30 days or you know, in or, you know, you've probably heard like in order to be an expert at something, you got to give it like a thousand hours of, but the point is it needs longevity. It needs time and repetitiveness for you to, to, to really lock in that habit for the long term. In the past, I tried to give a, a year, like 365 days to focus on one thing. So for example, one year, my theme was proactive, not reactive. And that was all about basically trying to catch myself because I think naturally because I grew up in the military always adapting and reacting to different environments and I was chameleon like and I would try to out of necessity but I feel like that carried with me into adulthood where unnecessarily I might be always trying to adapt more to environments than I should have instead of asserting myself in a situation and being like Okay, well, I get that y'all, the situation like this, but this is what I, who I am and this is what I'm all about. 
and putting that forward rather than adapting and reacting to people around me and what who they are you know it's putting yourself forward and be like okay i get that you're like that but this is who i am so let's meet halfway or something like that not necessarily me bending over backwards to conform to your principles and your rules and your culture all the time so that for that year i really wanted to focus on that one idea of like okay when these situations arise all the time i want to be more i want to choose to be more proactive than reactive so that's an example of a one word or one phrase theme for a particular year. And I did that, you know, back around 2010, 2011, around there. Um, And that worked out pretty well. You know, I think the goal is as these years accumulate in general, even now in 2022, I am more proactive than reactive, largely because of really reinforcing it for that one year in 2009 or 2010, whatever it was. So what I'm creating now with this system is going even beyond that because I think that's fine to focus on one thing for a year. That's great. And if, if, if you like that idea, what I've just put forth, what I tried before, take that and run with it. Go, go with it. You know, pick one phrase, pick one idea, and focus on that for all of 2022 and see where you're at at the end of the year. And hopefully you really come out in a better place at the end of that in that specific area or mindset aspect of your mindset. What I'm doing now with this year is different than that though, because it's not a singular concept, even though I have this acronym, but it's different. It's different. So, because like I said, I, I soul searched and I questioned myself and I'm like, what is my makeup? You know, what makes me tick? What is it? that whether I like it or not, I need this, or I have to do this, or this is, this is my life, period. So I landed on, well, you've obviously seen the title of this episode, which is Reach Peaks. Reach Peaks. So of course, I, I came up with all these different acronym ideas that sounded neat, or like codename this, or project that, or just like, and it was cool. Well, when I landed on Reach Peaks, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that is, um, you know, surprisingly kind of on the dot, you know, that's literally like, okay, this is who I am. And this is me aspiring to climb sort of, you know, the mountain of success and prosperity. And this is how you do it. I mean, how do you climb a mountain? One step at a time, you know? So this is really that methodical breakdown of aspiring to more in my life, but how it will actually get done on a day-by-day basis. So I'm going to run through these 10 pillars, let's call them, of my life, my existence. And this is Reach Peaks. And then I'm going to quickly walk you through, like I actually created a database where I score myself in all 10 of these areas and it auto tabulates it in, and I'm using Notion for this. If, if y'all are not familiar with Notion, it's a great software program and it's free and you can download it and use it for a variety of purposes to you know organize your projects or do what I'm doing with it, you know, to kind of tabulate and keep track of my daily progress in life. And so, um, you know, you're probably listening to this on the YouTube channel for introversion, but I, 
am actually going to be one of the things I'm excited about this year is I'm really going to be getting my personal brand, my Jay Caslow brand going this year. And again, a lot of this clarity that I've gotten and how I'm segmenting things out in my life creatively in these projects has all kind of stemmed from what I'm about to explain with Reach Peaks because I've identified what my core needs are and desires and then I've ran my projects, my various projects that I undertake through these filters in order to determine like what actually makes sense for each project. And it'll make sense after I explain this. So, or hopefully it will. So, but anyway, my point of bringing that up with Jay Caslow is I'm going to start doing tutorials on the Jay Caslow brand once I get the website going and stuff like that first. But I'm going to explain like literally hands-on, I'm going to show people like how to use Notion and how to structure your life and your workflow and all that stuff. And I'm also going to be teaching Photoshop and After Effects and, and also Apple, iPhone, iOS tricks and tips and just like all this kind of cool stuff. So like whether you're a creative person who wants to get more creative or whether you're not a creative person, but you'd really just rather optimize your life and learn new skills and time management and all these kind of things, I'm going to segment that stuff away from this, not the introversion podcast, but it will be it will be on my Jay Caslow brand. So if you, even though my stuff is not ready yet there, if you want to jump the gun and go subscribe, please, by all means, go do so. Just go to youtube.com slash jcaslow and go ahead and head over there, hit subscribe and, you know, wait because <laughs> the content's not ready to go. Uh, I've actually been working on my new reel, which basically highlights my entire career, 15, 20 years worth of work uh, in one video in a minute and a half video. So it's really fun. I'm really proud of it, but I'll be posting that hopefully by next week or so. Um, and it might be a couple more weeks after that before I start posting the tutorials on the Jay Caslow YouTube channel. But like I said, if you want to jump the gun, uh, if you want to show your support, I'd love to see you over there as well, because I think I'm really just going to be offering a lot of value to people because I realized, especially with the pandemic, especially with being home, by myself, isolated for the last couple of years. You know, 2020, not so much because I was getting into pointless arguments with people on Facebook, but 2021, I actually spent a lot of time learning a lot of skills, like very practical skills. So like I'm learning Ableton Live again to make music and I'm always getting better with video editing with Premiere and motion graphics with After Effects and of course Photoshop, Illustrator, all these things. So I just felt like it's, I have this wealth of knowledge in my brain. I just felt like you know, this is what people do on YouTube is you teach. And there's a lot of guys who I follow on YouTube and I learn various things from various people. But sometimes I'm like, you know, they're not that great of a teacher. A lot of things they would kind of get started in a tutorial, but not they don't really see it through very in a very detailed way that I would. So, you know, I'm just I have this feeling that I can actually teach a lot better than a lot of these tutorial guys out there. So I'm going to give it a whirl. So. That will be youtube.com slash jcaslow. Go check it out again. Hopefully I'll be going full steam ahead of that in about a month. So maybe like late February or something like that. But all of that being said, I was talking about Notion and that's what I'm using. And I'll I'll just sh show little bits and pieces of it on screen in this episode. But for a full, complete walkthrough, eventually I will do that on the YouTube channel for jcaslow. All right. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Reach Peaks, starting with R. R is for revenue. Revenue meaning, you know, me as a human being, like anybody, 
I have to be generating income of some sort. So with all the time that I spent in November learning about crypto and, and getting my investments going there in November, December, like that would fall under revenue. For all the client work that I do in the last couple of weeks, that would fall under revenue. So basically acknowledging the fact that I, no matter what it is I'm doing in life, remember a lot of these things like I've drilled down in these 10 areas, like I can't really live without any one of these 10 areas, starting with revenue. You know, it's just something for me to realize, like there's been, there've been spells in my life where I, you know, I did an artist residency in Berlin and 2011 and that was great but it was like a three-month break where I wasn't earning any money and you know so it was kind of like okay that was fun and great for a little while but eventually I would have to figure out some way to start making money again so it's kind of one of those things where it won't ever really go away I mean unless you're like become a billionaire and you have all the money you need and whatever you don't need to generate another penny fine sure but like most of us like we're not there and we won't ever be there so but revenue, revenue is the first area, right? And uh, so it more or less speaks for itself. I don't, I'm not going to expound too much further, but it's basically just like, again, I'm running my projects and my ideas and how I spend my time through each of these 10 filters. So as I evaluate whether a personal project is really worth it, I will kind of run it through these filters, one of which is revenue. And it makes me think like, okay, this project that I'm doing, am I actually making any money off of it? You know, and if it's, if I'm not making money off of a personal project, like for example, this introversion podcast, that doesn't necessarily mean the demise of that project because, well, you'll see as I get into these other areas, these other pillars, these other areas are very important to me and fundamental needs that I have. So introversion might check other boxes, even if it doesn't check revenue. But again, this is about me creating that balanced portfolio of experiences and projects and how I spend my time and money and energy in order to make sure I have a balanced me. Me, me, me. Right. So that's essentially what this reach speaks thing is all about. So R, revenue, you got it. You know, pretty straightforward. The E in reach speaks stands for expression. And I'm going to go ahead and mention the next letter in conjunction with expression. So the A actually stands for art. And the reason why you might think, wait a minute, artistic expression, isn't that all kind of one thing? And I'm like, you could argue that. But the reason why I separated these out, so I have E for expression and A for art. The reason why I separated these out is because they're they're adjacent and interconnected, sure, but there's a specificity to each. And by that, I mean with expression, this introversion podcast is largely about expression. I would say far more than it is about art. And I know a lot of people come and and listen to the podcast or look at the website and they think, wow, this is a really creative project, like really artistic. But I thought about it in the last couple months, especially as I started to get edible shorts going in the background. And I realized like, I'm actually going to have a lot more fun being creative and wild and just go nuts, just go ape shit on edible shorts. 
that is actually going to be more art to me than expression. A little bit of expression over there, but mostly art, which is just the creative process, me making crazy shit and having fun with it and all that stuff. Because like introversion is not the crazy, wild, wacky, colorful, crazy shit. Like it's, I've templatized it. I've made it slick. I've made it, you know, but these are like little presentations and little, you know, soliloquies and, and, and rants and things that I have, but it's like the core of introversion really from its birth in 2001, it's always really been more about expression than it has been about art. And I think I've realized that looking back on stints in 2020 and 2021, especially where, where I was really focusing on the podcast, for example, I've mentioned that stint before where I recorded three back to back to back episodes, three, three hour episodes. Uh, I forget the order, but it was basically like Tommy Danger, Tyler Burgett and Henrik Matson. And, you know, Tommy and I, we always have a good time shooting the shit. But um, Tyler, it was a very, it was the first time I had that lengthy of a conversation with him. It was great. I loved it. We talked a lot about religion. You know, we talked about our upbringings in religion and us walking away from that. And, you know, we talked about these various other issues uh, tangentially. And it was a great conversation. It was like a couple, two to three hours, you know, and that's great. But I realized that week, plus I mentioned before about the Henrik episode that I did after that, the debate I had with him about the vaccine mandates. I thought it's a bad idea. He thought it's a good idea. We both did our research. We both made our cases. That's fine. But even with what I've shown you thus far, with revenue, expression, and art, all the time that I put into those three episodes, like the conversations and then the editing and then the posting and then the trying to promote it and all that stuff generated basically no revenue. Uh, with the debate with Henrik about COVID and the, and the vaccine mandates, that wasn't really even about expression. That was just me articulating what I've learned and the data the research that I've done and all this stuff, like making my case. So that's not even like personal expression. And it certainly wasn't art. Actually, that's my point is like none of those three episodes for all that time that I put into it, none of that was art to me, you know? So it wasn't revenue. It wasn't art. And you could with Henrik, with the Henrik episode specifically, you could argue that wasn't even expression. I haven't gotten into the other letters yet in the system, but I will get there shortly. But this is what I mean. You can kind of see this start to take shape, right? Where I'm like, if I decide to spend six hours on something, it needs to be checking boxes in my reach peaks system, right? And what I've shared with you just far, revenue, expression, and art, some of these things I've been doing in the past that take up a lot of my time and energy, they don't really check boxes in my reach peak system. So that's, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is how I'm starting to make sense of what projects I take on, what is the role of a project or, or activity or whatever in my life, and is it checking that box? You know, not that it's a checkbox, because each one of these are like a deep, meaningful, net, you know, rich, layered 
aspect of my existence. But so it's kind of fickle and dismissive for me to just say, oh, it's a checkbox because it's far more than that. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So hopefully I've clarified that in a good way, the difference between expression and art. You know, like if I'm drawing something, a cartoon or whatever, it's probably more art, but there's a little bit of expression in there too. And remember now, I mentioned, and I'll show that at the end, I'm scoring myself daily in each of these 10 areas. So I might end up getting a, if I'm working on an artistic project and I'm expressing myself and it's making me money, then I'm going to get a good score for revenue, expression, and art. Yeah, hopefully that's clear, but I'll I'll continue. I'll continue. So we got revenue, we got expression, we got art. Next up is C for connection. And the reason why I kind of landed on connection, yes, because I needed a C in order for the acronym and all that stuff to work. But also, I originally was thinking more about social for this category, an S for social, but I really like connection more because I realize, for example, in 2020, when I was on Facebook arguing with all my Facebook friends about COVID and all this BLM and the election and all this other bullshit, like it was social time, right? We were using social media, but I realized, why was I feeling so unhappy? Why was I feeling so disconnected? Why was I feeling so disgruntled, so alone? And it's because it may have been checking a social media box, but it was certainly not checking a connection box. And this is something that I'm really giving it a lot of attention to really land at the clarity of human interaction, you know, the precision of my human interactions. So if I hang out with a friend, whether I've known them a long time or just met them or whatever, when I'm done hanging out with them after an hour or two or whatever, or a phone call or online chat or whatever, how do I feel right afterward? Do I feel like, man, we really connected on at least some level, hopefully multiple levels, you know? And... um I'll give a great example of this. So I recently had a couple Zoom calls. I think I had a Zoom call with my friend Charles in December, kind of out of the blue. We ended up talking on a Zoom call for like three hours. And then it happened again uh, last week or so. And this time we literally talked, I think it was like five hours. Five hours we were on a Zoom call in the middle of the day. And I remember that day because like I woke up late. I was already off to a late start and I just had some things I wanted to ask him or like talk to him about. And he's like, hey, sure, can you chat now? I was like, yeah, great. So in five minutes, we logged on to Zoom, we started talking. And the next thing I know, it's not 11 a.m. anymore. It's like 2 p.m. or whatever it was, something like that. And I'm like, wow, I haven't even eaten. Uh, I was like, we gotta get off this call. So, well, the point is, Again, I run it through the filter of my system. And that day I scored very high for connection because I really had this connection with him 
talking about creative stuff. I mean, we're both motion graphic designer guys, but we also are into crypto. We're also into fitness and lifestyle and all these technology. And so we can talk on so many levels. And then I realize, like, I need more of that in my life. So, and he enjoyed it as well. And I enjoyed it. And we talked about it. And I was like, yeah, dude, let's do this like monthly. Let's at least talk once a month. We'll do a Zoom call. You know, we're both busy guys. It's tough for us to just be like, wow, five hour block. I mean, I don't think we would have planned it that way in our calendars, but like, because he's always got a lot of shit to do. I've always got a lot of shit to do, but connection, you know, it's not just about, oh, let me go out tonight. Let me go on a date with somebody who I'm not interested in. Let me go hang out with some people who are I have nothing in common with. And it's just like passing the time just to check off a box for like, okay, at least I got some social human contact. Like, no, that's why I really like the fact that it's called connection. Cause I can go spend three hours with some people, some strangers at a party or networking event or whatever. And I just feel like, wow, I got nothing out of that. So connection is really what it's all about. So whether it's social media, whether it's online, whether it's in the real world, these are all just parameters but all of these things are like means to an end. And the end is connection. That's really what it's all about. So yeah, so we've got revenue, expression, art, connection. And to wrap up reach in Reach Peaks is H for health. And you know, this one seems pretty obvious. So this is basically how I'll be scoring myself on a daily basis. Like ideally I'm sleeping well, eating well and working out sufficiently. Or in the case of when I had COVID, not necessarily working out because we're already at what January 22nd. Now I haven't even really worked out at all this whole year. You know, I did one basic workout a few days ago, but I've, I've really got to get back into it. But I was still scoring myself fairly well with health in early January because I was doing the healthy thing at the time, which was not to overdo it and, you know, push my body too hard, but it was to rest. And uh, I'm going to get into one other letter coming up here um, that's related to what I want to say right now, but <sighs> without mentioning that other letter I'm just going to say this right now is that, yes, I've started the year slowly, uh, largely because of getting sick with COVID for a little bit, but like it's caused me to take a step back and realize like, huh, maybe I've been trying to bite off more than I can chew for a long time, or maybe I've been pushing myself too hard. And with I'll keep the top. I'll keep it specifically on sleep right now because that's related to health more so than the other thing. But when I was sick a few weeks ago, I didn't set my alarm. I just slept in as long as my body would sleep. And what ended up happening is as as I started to get over being sick, you know, I was sleeping a lot. And there was a couple mornings there where I woke up and like all throughout the day, I had no desire to take a nap. I felt so energetic, so focused in my mind, just clarity and just, 
I don't know. I just felt sharp. And it was the first time in a while where I actually thought like, maybe I really need to allow myself to get more sleep. Not to mention the fact that if I'm awake for fewer hours, that means I'm eating for fewer hours. And so combining intermittent fasting with longer stretches of sleep, it means my feeding window would actually be much smaller, which means more time for fasting without it being that hard because I'm asleep for most of that. But all of this actually ends up leading to more fat being burned and better overall health. Like you're well-rested, you have clarity, mental acuity, sharpness. You know, I'm not yawning and tired all the time, even though I'm hustling and getting a lot of things done. So I don't know. At this point, from getting COVID and sleeping more, I just started to entertain the idea of like, maybe I need to make that a regular thing sleep more and it might feel like I'm getting less done but maybe not necessarily you know and maybe the fact that if I'm thinking very clearly I'm not trying to do all these other things or you know all my crazy ideas all over the place because I'm like whoa 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 I don't need to do all that I'm not going to do all that I like almost like I can get away with doing less on a daily basis, but also over the course of my life, right? And, and this is really where we're getting at the, the crux of like minimalism and, you know, what's really important to you. And Essentialism is this book that I read a few years ago. And, you know, it was really great. And it's really all about this idea of figuring out what is most essential in your life and kind of weeding everything out. And I remember when I was reading that, like, it's tough because you end up having to cut out things from your life that are actually really good things in your life that you like. But the point is, you just can't do it all. You know, so that's why that was a real struggle for me to read through that book and apply some of that. And it's still an ongoing thing of like, man, but I like so much. You know, I like different aspects of people and different friends and different this and that and activities and music and movies and things that I just love to watch and rewatch. And, but like all these things take time and energy and you have to think about it in terms of opportunity costs, because every time you're spending a lot of time and energy and money on one thing, that means you are neglecting all the other things that you're interested in. And that is sort of the key takeaway for me from that book, but also like as a general principle and the fact that, I can visually see this all mapped out now where these are my 10 things and I can see on a day-to-day -day basis. I can plot these things and graph them and look and like, wow, okay, I see by where I'm focusing all my time and energy, I'm neglecting two or three of these other areas. And, oh man, there's so much I want to say about this, but like, I'll wait, I'll wait until I get through all 10 and then I kind of show what I'm doing with my database spreadsheet. So anyway, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So we've got reach and reach peaks. We've got revenue, expression, art, connection, health. Moving on. The P in peaks. P is for perspective. So uh, this was tough. I mean, obviously it helped that I needed a P word and I went with P and peaks and all this stuff. So, but there was a lot of words here that I was toying around with. 
and a lot of these other words could have worked. I kind of liked perspective as an overarching kind of very, I don't know. I just feel like it encompasses everything. And some of these other words were maybe a little bit too specific. So for example, clarity was another word that I liked and I almost went with a C. Um, I liked clarity for this pillar. Mindset was another term that I liked. Spirit, spirituality, truth, insight, worldview, philosophy, ponder, think, thoughts, deep thoughts, thought life, introspection, purpose, higher purpose, meaning, journey, life lessons, wisdom, direction, path. Like these are all words that I was considering using for this bucket. And I decided on perspective. So based on those other words that I listed, you can kind of get a sense of like, this is what it's all about. So this is all about thinking about meaning in my life and purpose. And this includes religion. This includes, you know, seeking God, spirituality, uh, or accepting or, or letting go of spirituality and the idea of afterlife and thinking about maybe my life is a finite thing and I die and that's it. That's the end of my story. I'm like, okay, that means I've got 20, 30, 40, 50 years left. Maybe I'm halfway through my life, maybe more. And I'm like, what do I want to do with the time that I have left? You know, so perspective kind of brings this all together. And it's just about figuring it out, you know, and that goes like religiously, spiritually, personally, but also societally, right? Back to what I was saying earlier in the intro for all of this, talking about you individually, but also society out there, right? In order to thrive, you have to figure yourself out, but you also have to figure out the rules of the game, right? You have to figure out society. You have to know what the laws are, what the rules are, where to bend and where to break the laws and all these kind of things and like figuring all that shit out. So that takes a lot of time and energy and, and focus to really figure that shit out. And that all falls under this P, this perspective. So yeah. Um, I think I've sufficiently explained that. So P is for perspective. Moving on. E is for enjoy. And this is one of the ones that came on actually pretty late in the game. Because as I was kind of looking through my different pillars, I was realizing like most everything here is like pretty serious. You know, it's not really. And even when I get through to the end of Peaks, Nothing is really fun there in any of these things. I mean, maybe art, but art often means me sitting by myself at my computer for seven hours, you know, twiddling around in Photoshop and tweaking pixels and shit like that. So I enjoy it, but it's still work, you know, it's still more art than it is about just like having fun and letting loose and enjoying and whatever. So just to, again, throw some other terms in here that I was considering instead of enjoy. Uh, leisure, pleasure, recreation, fix. 
I really liked fix, like that, that idea of like getting the, getting the fix, like a drug. Because I have cravings, I have desires, I have things, you know, just like as human beings, we, we, we pine after things, we lust after things. Like we, whether it's gluttony or lust or whatever, it's like just that raw visceral desire for like tasty foods or whatever. So stimulation was another term I was thinking about. Hedonism, uh, experience was another term that I really liked. And actually, I was on the fence because they're both E. They're both E terms, enjoy and experience. And, you know, experience, of course, is all about just experiencing life, right? So, like, to go travel and to go to the World Cup and to go out to the nightclub and to go hook up with a girl and to go have an adventure and to go ride a roller coaster, like, it's it's basically getting away from me sitting at my desk working on shit all day and go out there and experience life, experience the world. So there was a lot of merit to me going with E for experience, but I ended up going with enjoy just because, you know, they're related. But I liked enjoy better in the end. And I, I think enjoy really speaks more to, like, enjoy the moment, you know, savor the flavor of food and take time to like take a pause and just be like, wow, you know, I'm just really enjoying this moment, you know, like looking out the window, the sunset, you know, the lighting in my apartment, like the sound, the, the music, like just like all these things, like just to enjoy. So yeah, E for enjoy, uh, obviously totally open to perspective, whether it's like watching films, listening to music, going out in the world or staying in and enjoying. Like, but the point is to remind myself to not be so serious all the time and not look at everything for its like purely functional value. Like, you know, oh, is it making me money or is it connecting me with another person or is this an, a healthy habit, you know, or am I gaining insight and perspective with, you know, like enjoy is just enjoy, you know? So mo moving along, we're at the A in peaks. Uh, so this is the second A. We got P for perspective, E for enjoy. A is for ambition. And this is the one that I was alluding to earlier when I was talking about health. And I didn't want to, you know, spoil it by mentioning it then. But now I've said it. So A is for ambition. And the reason why I put this one in here is because it represents the idea of me breaking free from the status quo and not necessarily society's status quo, but from my own personal status quo. And I feel like there've definitely been points in my life, like my last couple of years in New York around 2014, 2015, before I left in 2016, I felt like my life just plateaued, you know, like I had friends you know, I had somewhat of a dating life, social life, work was steady, but I wasn't doing anything exciting creatively. You know, I wasn't pushing it with introversion. I didn't even exist at that point. It was on hiatus. I wasn't podcasting. I wasn't blogging. I wasn't even necessarily traveling. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't networking super hard. I was 
you know, I think I was helping out with tap in, uh, Ann Kohler's project. And I think I was starting my company Plux at the time. And so I was doing a whole lot of a little bit of everything, but I felt like it was all kind of one note. And when I look back, I just felt like that's part of the reason why I left New York city is I felt like I was just stagnating. You know, I felt like I had plateaued. I feel like I wasn't making more and more money. I wasn't really meeting tons of new people or like significant people in my life. It just felt like more of the same. Um, not that it was a bad time. I, I think it was the World Cup 2014 is when I had a great group of friends. Really loved that summer. Just a great time watching all the World Cup games with friends. And it was just like a great time. So, but I felt like that stretch of my life lacked ambition. And the reason why I've inserted that in here is like, I think it's a really fundamentally important thing that I've probably neglected in various periods of my life. You know, whether I was in Virginia at my parents' place after leaving New York or stretches here in Philly or times in New York or earlier in my life, like I feel like I feel like I thought I was ambitious because I was always, quote unquote, working hard. You know, I think my parents instilled that work ethic in me. And it's like that whole Asian Indian thing. Like you just got to work hard, get good grades, go to medical school or be an engineer and all, like make a lot of money, work hard. That's all just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Rudimentary, brute force, just work hard, work hard, work hard. And that's not even necessarily about working smarter. That's just about working harder. So I, I, I think this was also another latecomer to the list with ambition. And I think it was just, I really wanted to have it in there because it doesn't necessarily come to me naturally to be ambitious when I'm really defining what ambition means. Because I think for me, ambition is not just, okay, making good money, like good enough money and having some good friends and people in your life and this and that. Like that's not, I've already aspired to this level in life where it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. But it's not great. Or let's say it's pretty great, but it's not excellent. Or it's not, so really it ends up being all about leveling up, right? So ambition to me is like leveling up. And it's like, sure, going back to enjoy, you enjoy and perspective and these other areas, like you enjoy the process, you enjoy where you're at, you enjoy what you have, you're not feeling in need, you're not feeling desperate, like, oh my God, or jealous. Like I mentioned in the, uh, intro to this episode, like the jealousy or, you know, the keeping up with the Joneses, none of that. No, it's like you're comfortable with who you are and where you're at in life. But at the same time, to remind myself, to remind yourself to have a certain level of ambition of like, okay, that's great where we're at now, but where can we go from here? Like, what's the next step? What's the next level? And I realized by not having this in my system, that ambition in there, I think I would be more prone to just being like, all right, well, I'm doing all right. You know, things are good. And I would just call it a day. But I'm like, no, I I feel like I'm capable of so much more in life. And I think as I'm moving forward in this year and into the future with this system, I mean, so far I've been doing this for three weeks, keeping 
tabs on my my data for these 10 categories. And I like, I like what I'm seeing, like just the fact that I'm not scoring necessarily high in a lot of these areas, but I'm being able to keep track of it and understand myself and my progress and how things are going and realizing where the, the pitfalls are and the shortcomings and where I need to add more attention to and in order to maintain that healthy, thriving balance. Like I like this system. And Personally, the way things are going, like I don't think this is going to be a system for me just for 2022. I mean, I'll see at the end of the year if I want to add anything to this or tweak anything. But so far, I feel really good about it because I do feel like this is all encompassing. Like this is what I'm all about. And, you know, some of these things are more aspirational, specifically ambition. I mean, it should be aspirational, but a lot of these other things are, it's almost like they're so obvious to me. The ambition thing was less obvious to me. But again, it's in there um, kind of in order to push me, you know. But again, going back to what I was saying earlier, like with health, like ambition doesn't necessarily mean having 5 million followers and making $5 million and, you know, having the hot wife and the the four cars and, and the Lambo. And, you know, it's like, no. All I mean by ambition is, leveling up by my own personal standards you know being the best version of myself like okay i did that good and that's great but like how can we improve upon this how can we build upon this like how can i take it to the next level and bringing it back to health like and and the relationship between health and ambition i might think i'm being ambitious by only sleeping five hours a night so that i can get more done in the day but if my ultimate health is deteriorating or if i'm lacking clarity and focus because I'm not as sharp as I would be with seven or eight hours of sleep, then it's kind of like it's a trade-off between health and ambition. And it's good that both of those are in my system. I've been kind of starting to realize that like, just like I've been thinking about what these 10 pillars of my life should be, I've also been thinking with more clarity about each one and exactly what it is and what it means. And for me, with ambition, for example, it's not necessarily about more, 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 more everything. I think it's more about better than more, you know? So, yeah, that's ambition to me. It might be a little bit of an alt sort of definition than most normal people, but that's how ambition, that's what it means to me and my system. It's basically like, you know, and from a practical point of view, under ambition, it's kind of that just perennial reminder that sits staring me in the face. It's just kind of like, all right, well, what did I do today to kind of level up? Or what did I do today to expand my reach or my connection or my influence in the world or with specific individuals and all these kind of things? So, you know, again, these it all ties together with connection, revenue, ambition. All these, these things are kind of interrelated, but there's a specificity to each pillar. So ambition. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time with it, but uh, I think you get it. You think you get it. So let's move on here and wrap this up. So the K in peak, we got perspective, enjoy, ambition, and the K is for knowledge. So again, knowledge related to perspective, but really how I'm considering knowledge, it's really more 
it's less about sort of a spirituality and wisdom per se. Knowledge, like I thought about using the term skills instead of knowledge. And in a lot of ways, I do like skills better than knowledge because that's really what this is largely about. But I needed a K for peaks and it works. So knowledge basically is just like all the time that I spend learning. And to some degree, I started to think about, like I mentioned earlier, I do want to start teaching and doing tutorials of my own to share a lot of what I've learned over the last few years with people. There's a lot of people out there hungry to learn and hungry to get better in, in their lives and whether technical skills or life organization or philosophy of meaning in life. And that's partially what this introversion podcast is. You know, it's just a person who gives a lot of thought to life, sharing about my views and my insights and lessons I've learned. And, you know, I think people enjoy listening to it for various reasons, whether they agree with me or disagree. Um, but I'd like to think that I offer some value here. And hopefully some of the things I'm saying today, even this, with this system that I'm developing for myself, like hopefully that might trigger you to think more precisely about your own life and your own priorities. And it's a shame that I haven't used the word priorities until now, because really this is, this is all about priorities and values. You know, like my 10 things reach peaks for me. This is my value system. These are my priorities. This is sort of my genetic makeup. Like this is what makes me me. You know, this, these are the 10 areas of my life that I want to be scoring high in these 10 areas. Of course, there's other areas, but like these are pretty much all encompassing for me. So knowledge you know, kind of speaks for itself. Basically me doing, spending time learning new skills, tutorials, and it, it comes to me naturally because I'm always going to be hungry and thirsty for more and more skills and learning more, getting better at Photoshop, getting better at After Effects, getting better at all these things, getting better at podcasting and with audio equipment and making music and, and all these things. Like just, you know, so that's knowledge, of course. So we are down to the last letter and it's a fitting letter to end with because it kind of describes the whole thing. And I've said the word multiple times already today. So running back from the top, we got reach peaks. We got R for revenue, E for expression, A for art, C for connection, H for health, P for perspective, E for enjoy. A for ambition, K for knowledge, and we wrap it up with S for system. And system is another one of those words where it was like, I, I struggled with a lot of what this could be. You know, I thought about lifestyle. I thought about structure was another word that I really liked. I mean, structure and system, again, they're two S words. Either one of them could have kind of worked just like E for enjoy or experience. But, you know, I was thinking machine, format, work-life balance, workflow, productivity, all these things. But like, I liked lifestyle, but system is obviously what I went with. And I like system. I like system because this whole thing that I'm doing is a system. And all the time that I spent thinking about this and then actually 
building the notion database and keeping track of these things like all the time and energy that I spent like that all goes toward this particular category which is system and also how I'm looking at it is system just means all the intangibles all the necessary things in life that you just got to do you know to in order to keep the ship afloat in order to keep the engines you know burning turning turning whatever that system so if i spend the morning doing nothing but chores doing the laundry taking out the trash you know cleaning the dishes you know so on checking email paying bills like if i do all these things like okay that is system for me so system again is pretty broad it can mean me brainstorming this very thing of reach peaks conceptually but it can also mean the very practical things of day-to-day life and chores and whatnot. So system encompasses all of that, you know, and I tend to be pretty good with system because I'm an INTJ. Obviously I like making lists and I'm a designer with an in, a degree in engineering. I'm very structured, very organized. Thing is I've actually been scoring very well so far in January with the system category, just because that's how I'm wired. And I do spend a lot of time, and probably a lot of you, like everybody, spends time getting their life in order. You know, unfortunately, you wish you could just press a button and everything's on autopilot and you try to set those things up as much as possible. And that is all part of quote unquote system, but you can't automate everything. And some things you just ha- manually have to do and you have to take the time to take care of certain things. So that system, that system, and that wraps up my overall system for 2022 and conceivably my life moving forward into 2023 and beyond. Um, So it is all about reach peaks for me. This is what I'm all about. You know, it might not sound that sexy. It might not be all that whatever, but like, this is what it's all about for me. I took the time, set up this system. I'm really happy with it so far. You know, six months down the road, I might realize like, oh my God, how did I leave out this other aspect of my life? You know, who knows? Maybe if I meet some girl randomly and I fall in love, maybe all of a sudden I have to shift this into something. Maybe there's a new category for romance. I don't know. Even as I have it right now, you know, if I had a spouse or a lover or whatever, like that to me would still fit here under connection. And probably expression as well and enjoy, you know, to enjoy being with somebody. But we'll see. We'll see how life develops. And um, yeah, so I'm back to doing really long episodes again. So just like that. Um, But, you know, whatever. Uh, There was a lot that I wanted to say today and to explain. And um, I really just kind of wanted to outline this system and... uh, there's actually a lot more that I want to say as well, but I'm in the interest of keeping this episode reasonably uh, to a reasonable length. I'm going to start to wrap it up here. So um, real quick. So I'm going to show on screen what I've created in notion. And again, this is not the video where I'm doing like a full notion tutorial and all this stuff. Like um, if you're not familiar with it, check it out. Taking a quick look at this, 
Uh, obviously, we're on day 21 now. And one thing I will say about this that I didn't really mention is you can see the 10 categories. But before I score myself daily in the 10 categories, I first fill in the column all the way on the left, which I'm referring to as ODR, uh, which stands for overall daily rating. So what I like to do is I've been doing this every night before I go to bed, ideally before midnight, you know, about 1130 or so I'll sit down and kind of evaluate, look back at the day. And I'm just kind of like, how do I feel? Like before, without even thinking about the 10 pillars or any of these things, like how do I feel the day went? You know, if I had to give today a rating between one and 10, what would I rate today? That's what my ODR is. You know, if I felt like, eh, today was okay. I got some things done. You know, I connected with one person, had a good conversation. Like, all right, yeah, I'll probably give myself a round of four or five or six. And uh, as you can see, most of the days are kind of hovering about that. So that's how I start this out when I do a row. I go, I type in like day today, tonight I will do day 22, type, put in the date, the date for today. And um, so yeah, so first I enter in my ODR and then I just go right down the line for reach peaks. So I think first in terms of revenue, did I do some client work today? Did I do some crypto stuff today? Did I do something either directly or indirectly that would eventually lead me to making more money and making revenue somehow? So I score myself from one to 10 for today in that area. And then I go down the board. Next is expression. Like, do I feel like I expressed myself? Look, we want you to express yourself, okay? So today is Saturday. January 22nd, ideally I will edit this and post the episode by tomorrow, Sunday, the 23rd. For today, I'm going to score myself very highly for expression because I recorded this episode and I expressed myself. Okay, and this is me expressing myself, okay? Did I work out today? No. I didn't eat a lot of junk food or anything that bad either. So I'm like, yeah, I'll give myself a mediocre score for health. But you kind of see how like this is how I do this. You know, I've set up the system. It's all in place. I just go down the line. So art, eh, I haven't really done that much artistically, creatively today. You know, maybe because I did this podcast episode and if I start editing into it, maybe I'll have a little fun with editing and creative stuff with it. So maybe I'll give myself like a, a three for art today, you know, and then I just go down the line, connection, health, perspective, enjoy, ambition, knowledge, system. And as you can see at the bottom of every pillar, it's giving me an average of how I've been scoring myself so far. Um, I'd love to kind of break these down. One of the cool things you can do with Notion is actually create multiple views. So I could create a specific view month by month so I can basically just take a look at, you know, January by itself or February by itself. And ideally, like I'm going to I'm such a nerd about all this stuff. I'm going to figure out like getting the data and finding a way to plot it in a graph, which would be kind of cool. So I can kind of see like, am I making progress? But oh, yeah, real quick. So after I type in my 10 numbers for the 10 pillars, it automatically calculates these last two columns 
So the total average for today, based on what I entered in the numbers in the 10 columns, that's what that calculation is. So for example, yesterday, according to what I typed in honestly in the 10 areas, it spat out an average of 4.1 for me. And then I multiply that by 10 to basically give myself a score out of 100. So, um, you know, zero would be the worst score, 100 would be 100%, the absolute best day of my life. So it's interesting. Like, I, I feel like looking at the numbers right now, it actually kind of makes sense to me because the first couple weeks of January have been very functional. You know, obviously the first week was really just about recovering, getting over COVID, then getting back up to speed. And then I got busy with client work. So I'm doing what I got to do. You know, I'm glad I'm recording this podcast episode today because I didn't want to let many months go by while I get bogged down with client work. Hopefully I won't actually be bogged down with client work for more than a couple more weeks. That's a whole nother story because I'm a bit frustrated with some of the client work. And every time I get back onto a client project, it's just kind of just rears its ugly head. Like just kind of like I just left with that feeling of like, why am I doing this? Like, obviously I'm doing it for the revenue, but beyond that, it seems to add no value to my life. And it's interesting when I think back to the days when I worked at RGA on site at a company in New York City, I had great coworkers, great friends. We all hang out. Like it was a joy. I mean, that was one of the things probably why I stayed too long at RGA. It wasn't because of the work, but it was because of the company that I kept at the company. Like I love my coworkers. I love the vibe. It was a good creative energy. And it was just like, so it was kind of like work wasn't necessarily just about the work or just wasn't just about making money, the revenue, but it was really more about the overall experience. It was like it was partially your identity, partially your social life. It was a lot of those other things. But now it's just like, look, I'm at home working from home, like a lot of people. And I'm just, all right, this is what I got to do today. Crank it out, send it over, get feedback, redo everything and change this, change that. Just, all right, tomorrow, same thing, rinse and repeat. You know, I'm not going to get all into it now because this this could really be a whole dedicated episode later on where I just talk about work and figuring out the right approach to take when you're frustrated with work. As I'm sure a lot of you listening are, have been frustrated with your work or your career at various times, maybe even right now. But anyway, um, so yeah, it spits out the average at the end. And last thing I want to say about this, that I'm, the way I structured it this way, I, it was kind of an interesting thing for me because I, I was just kind of curious to see how I rate a day overall at the beginning. And then once I plug in my individual numbers, honestly, you know, in the 10 areas, to see that number at the end, the total average for today, and see how it compares with my ODR, right? So the trend that I've seen so far is when I rate the day, I tend to rate it higher. Like my ODR tends to be higher when I just rate the day, just straight up, here's a number. That tends to be higher than the actual average of the 10 areas. So that says to me a couple things. One is kind of like, okay, there's probably a lot of intangibles. Maybe there's little other things that don't fall directly into these 10 categories that are actually making me feel better about my life today. You know, so it's partially that, but I don't know. I think it'll be interesting for me to plot just my ODR 
on the same graph and juxtapose it with the total average for today, every day to see like, you know, in theory, they should be very close. You know, they should be correlated like the ODR with the total average for today. They should be within plus or minus one or two. I mean, look, look at, look at, look at January 1st, for example, I was happy on January 1st for whatever reason. And by the way, in Notion, you can actually add in specific notes. I'm not going to get all into that now, but you can actually add notes about the day, which is cool because right now it's just numbers and data, but you could actually add specific, you know, events or things that happened that day that kind of more fully tell the story of a day, right? So in that sense, you can also use Notion for like journaling. I mean, this is all kind of a form of journaling, really. I mean, this is literally a way of me looking back at a day of my life and breaking it down. This just happens to be very numeric, you know, and less sort of poetic with words and shit. But yeah, so there you have it. I've introduced you to my reach peak system. I'm really excited about it. You know, depending on how nerdy you are about getting into all this stuff and really taking a fine tooth comb, like through your own life, Hopefully I've inspired you in that way because like I'm just an INTJ nerding out doing what I do. I make lists, I create structure, you know, and I try to create a system that works. Like I'm all about being a well-oiled machine in ideally every aspect of my life. Um, Not to say that I just want to be a robot, which again, that's a whole nother topic to discuss another episode for another day in terms of my humanity and how much I'm really just a machine these days, just isolated doing tasks and doing my thing versus being a loving, feeling, touchy, feely, emotional, romantic, like human being in a community with other human beings. Like, yeah, that just sounds like an idea, but that's definitely not reality for me these days. But again, that's a separate episode for another day. So I feel like this has been really thorough. I feel really good about this explanation. Yeah, uh, I hope you found it interesting. I This whole exercise has been really interesting for me. Like it's just been really therapeutic and, you know, but this is what the introversion podcast is. This is really just like getting a hold of your life, of your mindset and refining it, reflecting you know, evaluating, looking at looking what what you have going for you, where the shortcomings are, how you can improve and better move in the right direction. I mean, again, I've said it a little bit, but like to me, part of the beauty of this system is that it helps steer me in a way, right? Like if I spend six hours today on Facebook arguing with friends about Fauci or some dumb bullshit. And then at the end of the day, I score myself. I'm like, well, I'm going to score myself a one for revenue, a one for art, a one for connection, a one for health, a one for enjoy. And I'll be like, wow, what a shitty score for the day. Clearly I was doing something wrong. And then I think, oh, well, what did I do? Oh, like, oh yeah, I got into a dumb argument all day with people who aren't really even in my life. But you see what I'm saying? Like this system that I've developed gives me the framework to, this isn't just about tabulating numbers and looking at pretty graphs. Like sure, I'll enjoy that. But this is really about making better decisions 
for your life. You know, it's about establishing what your priorities are, what your boundaries are, what makes you tick. You know, this is self-awareness 101 and then applying that, you know, so I'm enjoying this process and I'm like really curious to see the back and forth between my lifestyle decisions and this system and how each kind of influence each other and how these things evolve um, this month and this year and beyond. So anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, maybe it's a little bit different than other episodes slightly just because it's so, especially this last part, I just got really technical into like software and databases and spreadsheets and numbers and shit like that. But you know, it all makes sense to me in my brain. So, um, uh, I've enjoyed making this. I've enjoyed sharing this with you today. So hopefully you enjoyed it as well. If you did hit the like button, if you're new to all this and you're curious about life mastery and efficiency and being positive and making better decisions and piecing together all, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle, how it all fits together and like thriving, living your best life, all these things and hit the subscribe button. Uh, let's continue the momentum. We're coming in on a hundred subscribers, the first hundred subscribers on the YouTube channel. So let's get there sooner rather than later. Right? So anyway, uh, I will say it once again, perhaps for the last time, happy new year. Hope your 2022 is off to a good start. And even if it's not, it's never too late to turn things around. And, you know, me letting go of some of my ambition was like, all right, who cares? January 1st, it's just a day, right? You can make today the first day of your new beginning, you know? So whatever amount of time you have in life, like just take a moment to pause, reflect, look at your life and make a decision, you know, and be proactive and uh, live your best life, you know? And uh, don't work too hard. You know, don't forget to enjoy yourself. And like, you know, it's funny just like when I think about it, all these little things I say, little bits of advice, not just today, but like over the last year or two of the podcast, like it kind of, you kind of see how it fits into this Reach Peaks idea. And um, it's kind of funny, kind of funny to me. But um, yeah, anyway, Happy New Year, 2022. Let's go. Enjoy yourself make the most of it, live a great life. Oh, a quick little thing I should say about the next episode. The next episode will probably be my ultimate COVID rant in a way. It won't exactly be that, but it's basically going to be me telling the story of my COVID experience. It's basically going to be me sharing my COVID story. So I got sick with COVID at the end of December, start of January. I mentioned it briefly in the last episode. I mentioned it a couple times today, but I haven't really gotten into detail about it. So uh, I'm going to kind of go uh, uncensored, just unhinged, just like let loose. I'm going to go balls to the wall, just like say all the things I want to say, even more so than I've said and ranted about this past couple of years. But that episode will only be available on Locals. I am not going to post that episode on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I don't want to be censored. I don't want to you know, and I don't even want necessarily everybody I know to listen to that episode. So I think that episode is going to be a very specific me telling my COVID story and what it was like me experiencing COVID and going through it and all this stuff. So, but I only want to share it with, I mean, kind of 
one way to say it is like kind of the fans of introversion, you know, like those of you who are listening and you really love this project and, you know, you like me, you like listening to me, the things I have to say, whether you agree with me or not all the time, like you appreciate what it is I'm doing here. And so, yeah, that COVID episode will be published for locals only. So uh, all you got to do is go to introversion.locals.com and create an account on locals and uh, just follow there. And um, to take it another level further, you could become a paying member and there's perks with that as well. You can comment and I really want to build a community there. But um, even if you don't want to pay, it's still free. Just create an account there and you can still follow and get access to the content that I post there. So that's specifically for our locals members. So yeah, just wanted to throw that in here really quick before I sign off. So anyway, yep. Uh, stay tuned for that next time. And then after that, I don't know, we'll see. One of the things I want to get into the habit of this year is I know this episode was like super long. I'm back to sort of my old ways of these really long interviews, but also solo episodes. And, but what I want to say is I think this has been kind of building up. Like I've had all these things I wanted to say and I've spent all this time building this system and I was super excited about it and I wanted to tell people about it. That's why this episode went kind of long. But, you know, after I do this next COVID episode, I I think I'd like to get into a habit of just recording more episodes, but just like really short episodes, like a very specific idea, a very specific rant um, or a question that I want to pose out there for people. Like, I'm just curious to hear what people think about a particular thing. So be on the lookout for that. I think that might be the future of introversion this year is kind of shorter and sweeter, you know? Like, I think if I'm recording regularly, things will be sharper and cleaner, you know, just because I'm doing it frequently, you know? So it'll force me to kind of keep to a very specific idea. And um, really quick shout out to uh, Francis and the Online Friend Simulator podcast. Um, I listened to his episode uh, again, I've been really late about everything, but I listened to his sort of holiday Christmas New Year's episode that he posted at the end of December. I just listened to that this past week. Really great episode. Um, he had a lot of great insights looking back at 2021 and thoughts on entering into 2022 and talking about Christmas and the holidays and all this stuff. So uh, go check out his podcast. Listen to that. It was a great episode. One of the things he brought up in his was he wanted to try writing out his episode. So sort of scripting it as opposed to just talking off the cuff, which is what I did today, just talking off top of my head. And I might've mentioned that briefly on this podcast too, about doing that. Like I think there was one or two episodes in the past where I actually wrote it out versus normally what I do, which is just hit record and start talking. But I do think that was an interesting thing that he brought up and uh, I also am having thoughts about that. Like I actually, this is one of those episodes where I was really thinking about writing it out. And as I sat down earlier this afternoon, I was like, I couldn't bring myself to start writing. I mean, y'all know if you've heard me before in this podcast, like I really don't like writing and, uh, occasionally I get in that zone, but very rarely, but you know, writing does have its benefits, but we'll see. We'll see. It's ever unfolding. It's ever evolving, the Introversion Podcast. So so stick with it. Stick with us. And uh, let's go on this journey together here, 2022. Let's see how things unfold. And let's also not just be reactive to what's happening to us, but let's also try to forge our own way, right? Let's try to move forward with our own plans, with our life, 
regardless of the circumstances, regardless of everything else out there in the world against us. So yeah, once again, okay, I'm going to wrap it up. That's it. Done. Not say anything anymore. So yeah, until next time. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by ILG, selling your body's chemicals after you die. And by Little Sweetheart Cupcakes, a subsidiary of ILG. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Yes, you. I just want to say thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on. That way you can obviously get notified as new episodes arrive. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and consider writing a brief review. It just takes a second and it really helps in order to get this podcast ranking higher so that more people can discover it. And the better this podcast is doing, the more prominent guests we can get on the show and also the more time I can devote to it which means more episodes and better episodes. And speaking of better episodes, what would you like to see more of on the show? Are there specific topics you'd love to see covered? Do you have thoughts of your own on the subjects discussed today? Do you have any thoughts of of your own on this matter? I'd love to hear from you. Just shoot an email to podcast at introversion.com or you can reach out to me on social media. I'm Jay Caslow on pretty much every platform. And last but not least, If you've been enjoying listening to the podcast, I want to invite you to join the brand new introversion community on Locals. As you've probably heard me say many times now, I'm pretty disillusioned with legacy social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, etc. I used to love all that back in the day because it was actually about self-expression and connecting people. But oh, how far those platforms have fallen. What with all the censorship and algorithms that decide what you will and will not see. Well, if you're anything like me, you have a desire to connect with smart, interesting, cool, creative people. And not just superficially, but on a deeper level. Let's share our life stories, experiences, perspectives, ideas, and and memes. Let's learn from each other and enjoy each other's company. Let's make each other laugh. Let's collaborate. Kind of like the good old days, except let's do so now in the 2020s utilizing new technologies and platforms to really, truly, deeply connect and live richer, fuller lives. All of us, together. This is why I've created the new introversion community on the Locals platform. To get there, just visit introversion.locals.com and click Become a Member. Basic membership is free, but for a few bucks, you can become a full member, which will allow you to post and chat with other members partake in live streams that I'll be hosting, and gain access to exclusive introversion content that I will only be posting on Locals. As bad as things have gotten since 2020, I want to retain some hope that things can get better. And even if not on a broader societal level, at least on a smaller, more personal and intimate level, that at least a few of us reasonable, logical, rational, good people can band together to support each other and keep each other company as we make our way through this life, one day at a time. Let's be there for each other. So yeah, I look forward to connecting with you soon on Locals. See you there.